You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to My Star Wars Life, a look at news, reviews, and other happenings from a galaxy far, far away. Here are your hosts, Scotty and JD. Welcome to My Star Wars Life, Season 2, Episode 2. This is a show that we take a look at uh, all the things that are happening in Star Wars and how it relates to everything that we do. So, you know, My Star Wars Life. Really easy, simple title, right? <laughs> I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and we're having kind of a throwback-ish episode. So, if you guys remember years ago that one of the first Star Wars shows I had was Rebellion, a Star Wars Rebels podcast, when we went through each week uh, examining every episode of Rebels, which was very, very fun. It's kind of how we got started in Star Wars podcasting. And, well, I am visiting West Virginia where the Mopcast Network started. Uh, and on my vacation, I ran into my good friend and buddy, Carter Maynard. What's up, Carter? Hello. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad to be back on the podcast. Yay. Yes. So glad to have you, buddy. So glad to be How you been? I'm I'm good. I'm good. Hasn't been a crazy year for Star Wars. I'm like, like it, just it a, has been like a crazy season right now well, for Star I, Wars. I'm just gonna say it's been a crazy week for Star That's Wars. That's true. Don't give me uh, that. I mean, we've, the Mandalorian, Fallen Order, which you've got to play, which I have not, but you got to play. So yes, we'll to I've about, I've played about thirty minutes. Okay, oh, we're gonna talk Order. about that today. And yeah. then, you know, of course, we got um, the Rise of Skywalker coming just right around the corner. Yeah. And uh, oh my um, God, that's next month. Right, right. It's literally, just right around the corner. Yeah. So uh, and then like, ah! right and then in February we get Clone Wars and it's just mm, Star Wars is um and also we're getting uh, another Star Wars game. Well, we are. Yeah, we are. What are we getting? We're we're getting um the Lego game. Oh, that's right. The, which I've been reading is open world. Oh, that's cool. Um and you you can travel between times. But wherever you go, you you have to play through that story. Okay. On that planet. So it'd be cool if it starts out like you know your that home base area would yeah. be like the in between worlds from Rebels. Yeah. And you just go from portal to portal. That yeah. would be fun. So it, it's it's kind of like, um, yeah, and it's gonna have all nine movies. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. very cool. Just the movies though. Um, I don't know. I would love to see Rebel yeah. stuff. I just I want more Rebel stuff. I. Uh, one of the things that I'm, and we talked about this a little bit last night. One of the things I'm excited about Disney Plus. I mean, Disney Plus is great. It really is. And and you know, for a non Star Wars topic, me and Carter watched like four episodes of the Muppet Show, the Muppets that was. <laughs> yeah, it was like the most recent Muppets TV show that ABC had like five or six years ago, and it's it didn't do well because it's 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 really out of the box thinking. But the the writing is so damn clever. It is good. It's, and so it's we, so good. We able just laughed and laughed and laughed at that. So I highly recommend. That's a that's a free Disney Plus plug there for non-Star Wars. That, the, that Muppets is pretty, pretty awesome. Um, but we were talking about the, one of the best things about Disney Plus is that it is going to introduce a whole new slew of fans to Rebels. Yes. Um, you know, those who listen to this podcast know that Rebels is my favorite Star Wars thing. I like it better than the movies. I like it better than the games. The book. I mean, seriously, it's... Yeah. For, you know... When when you people ask you what's your start favorite Star Wars movie, I have to go through like a, like a list of episodes first before I get to like Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, 
it's like, oh, Twilight the Apprentice, Twin Sons, or Siege of Lothal. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh, Doom. <laughs> Uh, Movie-wise, I go straight to Rogue One. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, what about what is it about Rogue One that you like so much? What what is? I just thought what, it was very well, well written. Because well, because I don't. Well, it's interesting because I've never heard. You're the first person who says, "Oh, one of my favorite Star Wars movies, Rogue One." That's first of all fascinating and <laughs> awesome. And so so uh, so the writing. What, you know. Yeah. Oh, uh, well. It, I just think the writing. Uh, it was a very emotional movie it was great to see the the rebels and the empire in different ways um i don't know i just i i thought it was like the best written star wars movie i i like it i i like it i like to call it um orson krennic's bad day because mm-hmm. it really is. I mean, you know, you yeah, it really you've is. You've got everything that the, that the rebellion, the rebels are trying to do to get the Death Star plans. So it's really just Orson Krennic just having a terrible, terrible day. Yeah. You know, you know, this project he's worked on forever gets taken away from him yeah. from Tarkin, and he's like, he goes to Darth Vader, who's like, "Can I have it back?" And Vader's like, "I'm gonna choke you and and make a dad dad joke." No, if we're if we're going with like what people would typically call like. The original Star Wars movies, like the original trilogy or the the prequel trilogy. Well, now, now you. Or, just, I mean, now it's just. I mean, I think officially now it's called the Skywalker Saga. I, yeah. Okay. If we're gonna go with the Skywalker Saga, uh, my favorite's gonna be Revenge of the Sith. All right. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Revenge of the Sith has some really neat stuff in it. Um, yeah. I, I. I love when Anakin turns to Vader. And I like when uh, Palpatine sends him to uh, Mustafar to take yeah. care of the Separatists. Yeah. And, you know, New Gunray's last words to him is, was, you know, Lord Sidious promises peace and he just gets hit with a lightsaber because he got granted peace. Oh, I love it. I love it. Like, it's, it's, uh, yeah. And I love, I love, I love Anakin just so full of rage and emotion and staring off into the lava. It's a, it's a really, Really interesting shot they have yeah. of him just just and he, you know he's crying and he's just just all because that's the Sith are nothing but emotion and so you know I know a lot of people consider the are not fans of the prequels but it's funny because everything turns around in in, in cycles um, yeah one of the things I noticed when I went to a celebration this year was there was a lot of love for the prequels that weren't there years ago yeah just a ton of love. Um, uh, Ahmed Best was a guest, so Jar Jar mm-hmm. was the best. And you know, Jar Jar, he you know he had a Ahmed Best had a really rough time with being Jar Jar. You know, after the, the, all the backlash for Jar Jar really affected him as a person. I mean, yeah, you know, he had you know, you know there was a fan backlash against him, not the character. I mean, just let, and uh, you know, he contemplated suicide. Had I mean, he had he had some dark times. And, yeah, and so this year he that all came out. and He talked about it, and so the fandom as. You know, I think there's a pool of toxicity in it right now, but I don't think it's very, very large. I think they're very loud, but I don't think they're very large. But even as toxic as it can get, I mean, the fans open their arms and just like welcome back. And yeah. I, th- I think I think if Jake Lloyd, who played Anakin, you know, he's had some issues too. Oh yeah. And hopefully, uh, he's on the path to recovery and stuff. I think I think for him too, I think I think he would be welcomed, uh, open arms and accepted. You know. Yeah. We're sorry. Let's hug it out. Yeah. Um, you know, with all the with all the the issues with episode three, there are some just beautiful shots in it. There's just some great stuff in it. I, I really, it's a, my problem, 
My problem with all three of the prequels, though, is the dialogue's always clunky. George Lucas is not oh, the best. Yeah. Of, yeah. George, George Lucas has never been the best dialogue. Even like, yeah, he, he's just look, like robot right, emotions. Right. Look at look at um, a New Hope. Even it's it's yeah. not the not the. Well, I mean, it, it's that like um, Mark Hamill going to him after the audition and being like, people don't actually say stuff like this. Oh, I think Harrison said that. I think I think Harrison. I think that's a story that Luke, uh, Mark Hamill says about Harrison Ford, but he does that at Harrison. Yeah, George, George, you don't know going in there. People don't really talk like this. <laughs> Which sounds more like you know, Sling Blade, but um, <laughs> French fried Java. And <laughs> so, uh, I you know for me you know like I said Rebels is my favorite in the world. Um, and if I gotta go movies, my first is my first and foremost love was always been Empire Strikes Back. I remember being yeah, small. Oh yeah. I remember being small. Like so it came in the 80s. I was when Star when Empire came out, I was two. And I, I would I would turn three that year. Mm-hmm. But I remember distinctively watching the TV commercials of it. Yeah. And being mesmerized by the large ATAT walkers and and just was I mean that Christmas I got an ATAT and uh, I just <laughs> you know to me I, I because because of that my youth and my that, that connection to, to mm. it and so uh, and I like all the creatures I mean I, you know Cloud City for me is amazing I just love like I, I live anywhere in the Star Wars universe well, I like I hate admitting this but like um, growing up I think I was like eight or nine when Episode One came out no I was seven I was seven when episode one came out. I was like 18. <laughs> and um, my family took me to see it like 20. eight times because I loved it that much. Well, that's, that's cool. See, that's because, what you're supposed to do. Because it was like, there was like a like a $2 movie theater in our neighborhood. And so they just kept taking me to see it. We 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 saw a lot. So I'm, I'm way older than you now. But um, so I was... I, I was almost 20 when it came out. And uh I was dating a girl who would be my wife eventually and eventually be my ex-wife. Um <laughs> uh, but um I remember we dressed up to go see the premiere in and where we where we lived. And uh she she's an artist and so she did she painted herself like Darth Maul so she cosplayed as Darth Maul. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, she was cosplaying for it. It was cool. Yeah. And then I just bought a, a black robe and went to Sidious because I was like, I don't want to put anything on. So I'll just be <laughs> this guy. And so we went and watched, watched it then. And we saw it. We did the midnight showing and then we did one or two showings the next day. And then we seen it a few times. I, we didn't see it eight times, but we saw it. Yeah. Uh, we saw it a few times in the theaters. But I did when I, when I moved to West Virginia, the first year I was here. Yeah. They. Um, they put it out in 3D, episode one in 3D. I remember that. Because they were planning on doing all of them. Yeah. And they only did the first one. Yep. And so I saw it here in Charleston um, uh, on in 3D at, uh, what's the theater by the mall? Park Place. I saw it at Park Place. I can't Shout out to Park Place. Yeah, I can't, <laughs> I can't remember where I saw it, but I, rem- I do remember seeing it in 3D and that was kind of cool. That was awesome. Uh, Duel of Fates in 3D is pretty sweet. So, <laughs> Duel of Fates at any Duel, point. Duel of Fates is the best lightsaber fight in in uh, Star Wars. Uh, there's not there's not one a bit one better. No, someone needs to top it. It's been a while. I think you know. Yeah, you know, you aspire to getting higher in Duel of Fates, and like, 
You know, for me, it goes from Duel of Fates and then it goes to Ahsoka Vader. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's nothing like well, having Ahsoka just jump on Vader's back and slice his face. It's just like, wow, that's iconic and epic. That whole episode's good because it's like when when Vader shows up, Vader shows up flying in. on. And for those who haven't seen Rebels yet, spoiler alert, this is the season two finale. And um, Vader's on... Um, uh, it's Malachor. And when he shows up, he is riding his TIE fighter. He's on top of his TIE fighter. Cape, you know, w- waving in the wind. And he's just... And, he, like, there's un- they're underground, so there shouldn't yeah. be any wind. He's, should, just, yeah. he's just like, I'm going to use the Force and be baller. And just kind of floats down. <laughs> just... And he goes to fight Ezra. And Ezra's like, I'm not afraid of you. And he, he replies with, you will die braver than most. It's just <laughs> some of the best lines ever. Another one from the animated series, dual-wise, that I really love was um, Maul and Savage versus Palpatine. Oh, yeah. That's one of the best ones. That, that, that's in the top five. That's yeah. That one. Totally in the top five. I, I love that one. Oh, yeah. It's because it's, it's, watching, watching Palpatine just kind of just go off and giggle he's last the whole time yeah he because again sith is emotion so yeah he's channeling that through laugh that's that's why he laughs it's just it's, <laughs> it's like he's having a ball just whooping up on some some uh uh night brothers there and uh it's i, I dig it i it's, it's so good it's so good I, let's try to think of other good lights here we, uh, i need to do we need to i need to do a whole episode where we just just talk it's like you know Top ten lightsaber fights. I think I need to do that. I'd be down. Yeah, I think we do. I need to do a top ten lightsaber fight. I gotta add that to the list. That's so, an absolute must. That's the whole episode. So, all right, moving on because I'm I'll, I won't spoil that. I'll save that for an episode. So, uh, thank you Disney Plus for bringing us the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you so much. So last week you guys heard me and JD talk about. Um, at our first live episode when we brought back we had just saw season one episode one of the Mandalorian uh, live we had a live audience for it so now and so second episode here uh, Carter and I have just like I don't know ten minutes ago finished the second episode and wow it is just it gets better it does it just gets so much better and it's I mean it's good in the first place and it's just there, you know, Star Wars is expanding its lore. I, you know, there's. I don't think the Mandalorian is doing an overreach. I think it's just it's just a slow crawl build, and it's awesome. Yeah. And there's more Baby Yoda, and Baby Yoda is life. Oh, it's so adorable. Oh my god, it's so adorable. I am so I'm so in love with Baby Yoda. I, I Baby Yoda has to be in all of the Mandalorian. I want him to be the Mandalorian sidekick. Well, it looks to me. I mean, especially this episode. Um, it there's a lot of shots and stuff that are set up like the old uh, Lone Wolf and Cubs comic and, and sh- movie and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it looks really like Lone Wolf and Cub. And I'm like, yeah. if John Favreau and Dave Filoni, that's what they want to do. I'm all in. I'm all in with you know Mandalorian and Yoda, just and whatever you want to call Yoda. But right now it's Baby Yoda, and it's not a Yoda. I don't, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know what his race is. So. Baby Yoda do 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 Baby Yoda do 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 do. That's gonna be a thing. We won't create it, but it'll be out there. It will totally be out there. I'm I'm doing my research as we go because the episode's so fresh. It is so fresh. Um, 
in my episode. Disintegrating Jawas. Oh, man. just See, that's, uh, let's talk about that. So, and this episode features Jawas, and they're not on Tatooine. And my entire life, Star Wars is older than I am, my entire life, I have been told that Jawas were indigenous to Tatooine, that Sandcrawlers were sent to Tatooine before Jawas, you know, to, for terra, uh, uh, for mining, it wasn't terraforming. They were mining, and the mining project ended, or was abandoned, and the, so they just left the sandcrawlers, and the Jawas took them over. And the Jawas, you know, each each sandcrawler has a different clan in them, or family that runs it. And now we're on this other planet, and then there's a sandcrawler and Jawas, and I'm like, what? And I'm like, that is awesome. And now I'm like, so are now Jawas indigenous somewhere else, and are sandcrawlers a whole different thing, or? Jawas are immigrating, or the or did the Jawas immigrate? Which is even inter- more interesting because yeah. not only do you have to, you know, you have to have the Jawa who goes, all right, I'm done with Tatooine. Let's get take our clan somewhere. So you got to also find a ship big enough to hold hold your sandcrawler and find a place to go. And it's just like I want kind of want that story. Yeah, I mean, give me a book or a comic or something just to kind of fill in that gap because I am I'm all in on that. I love Jawas anyway, so I'm 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 just all in on that. And um. And Mandalorians and Jawas do not mix well. <laughs> That's true. Um, Flamethrower. Well, you in know. In your face. So uh, let's dive into it. So uh, the uh, episode starts with the Mandalorian and the and the Yoda baby uh, walking along uh, the desert. And uh, they're attacked by Trandoshans. Yep. And so... Which Man, had trackers. Which had trackers. So, 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 not only did the IG unit have a tracker, there are more than one interested party. So, I don't know if they're all from the Empire or other people know about. Yeah, I mean, we knew in the last episode that there were uh, there were hunters. There, there's a list. There's a whole line of hunters that had been killed on the way because um, Nick Nolte's Ugnot was all like, you know, "These people don't bring peace to my valley." I have spoken. And so you're going to bring pre-peace, and so go do this. And so the Mandalorian goes and you know he gets the baby Yoda that we discover. What did we end? So uh, the Trandoshans attack him, and it's really cool to see Trandoshans fight because you know all we got was in the mo- in live action we got Bosk. Yeah. And Bosk just growled, which was kind of cool, but he didn't do anything. And uh, we got finally got to see vibro axes in live action work. Because um, they moved this time, because you know, we, you know, Star Wars has always had, you know, since Jedi has always had vibro axes, but they never, they, they, the top tips never moved. They're just yeah. static. Now they kind of move and they have a hum and yeah, and that was neat. It was really cool to see. And so, of course, our hero, the Mandalorian, he's is successful, and so he and the baby Jawa, uh, the baby Jawa, the baby Yoda, see little cute things. It's all what this show's about. <laughs> Um, they head back to their ship, which, uh, oh no, the Jawas sandcrawlers there and a bunch of Jawas there and they have just, just stripped his, the, uh, Razor's Crest, his ship, uh, to near about nothing. And, uh, that makes the Mandalorian unhappy. So the Mandalorian goes, uh, well, he goes shooting a bunch of Jawas. I mean, he disintegrates a bunch of Jawas. <laughs> yeah. And the Jawas get in the sandcrawler and they hightail it. And so Mandalorian goes chasing as well as the floating baby carrier that's <laughs> holding baby J- uh, Yoda. It is. It flies behind him, yep. which is really. And so uh, Mandalorian goes and attacks the sandcrawler. He climbs on it, and the Jawas are all trying to throw stuff at him and trying to knock him off. 
they even pulled the Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade maneuver of moving the tank too close to the side of the, the mountain, yep. the, the edge of the valley. and Trying to try, wipe trying, him off. Trying to wipe him off. Um, he's cl- too clever for that. He finally makes his way to the top of the sand crawler, and when he does, he draws his weapon, and there's a bunch of Jawas who have their weapons out, and then they shoot him and knock him off the yeah. platform. They, they tase him. They tase him hard. Um, he wakes up. He, he the Yoda's hanging out with him, and so he uh, goes back to uh, the Ugnaught, and the Ugnaughts all like, "Well, you know, you got to go trade for your stuff back." And he's like, "They stole my stuff," and he goes, "It, it doesn't work that way. I'm gonna take you over there. I've spoken. Um, I've spoken." The baby Yoda's running around being cute. He eats a, a frog. Uh, eats a frog. I mean, just <laughs> the frog is big as he is, and he just gobbles that sucker down. It's, yeah. So it's interesting. So now see what Yoda's eat besides weird soup. Because I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. If, I don't, I don't remember in the Clone Wars if he ate anything. No, in the cartoon, I don't think so. And so this is the first time we've really seen them eat, and that's kind of cool. <laughs> and I like the fact that the frog was just as big as him. I mean, he just he just ate that for you. Know, <laughs> I just love the Mandalorians like spit that out, and, and he just swallows it. He just it. eats it just like Jabba would. It was awesome. So the next morning they go and they go. Lagnat uh, takes him, takes Man, the Mando and Yoda to um, the Jawas. It is uh, uncomfortable at first because there's lots of weapons. <laughs> and after convincing the Mandalorian to uh, disarm, which was hard for him because weapons are his religion, which was a great line. Um, they have this discussion about how, what they can trade. Of course, the Jawas want his armor. He's not trading his armor. Nope. So they decided they want him to go get. Uh, they have a task for him. If he'll do a task, he'll he'll they'll trade, trade egg. Him. And so they want this egg. So he has to go get this egg. So him and the baby go go off to go get this egg, which is in a cave protected by a monster. I guess the mo- the mother of the egg um, looks like a rhinoceros with a horn. It kind of looks like a reek from um, episode two. We've looked on right now, and so I think the episode's so fresh, we don't have a name for this creature yet. Yeah, I don't know. So hopefully by episode three, somebody uh, of the Mandalorian will uh, figure out what is this thing called, because uh, at the at the moment, we do not know. So we'll just call it um, Ugly reek. Mud Monster. Ugly Monster, reek-like. Um, and it's it's big. It's massive. It's, a, it's like a giant rhino, and it whoops up on the Mandalorian pretty hard. I mean, it knocks him out of the cave, and when you see him, when he gets knocked out of the cave, his chest piece is, you know, sparking and yeah, and broken. And He's not having a good day. He's not having a good day. His gun jams. Yeah. The thing kind of moves him around. It sees the carrier gun, goes after the carrier. Luckily, the Mandalorian has some kind of gizmo on his arm. Just to he has a remote control, control for the, the baby carrier. <laughs> for the baby carrier, so it moves around. Um, You know, it, it picks him up. It throws him. He... he Hits it with a flamethrower. He tries to rope it with his um, grappling uh, arm, and that doesn't all work. And then it starts charging for him. He's he's wounded. He's like he's on yeah. his knees, and he pulls his knife. He put, like the last weapon is to me is like the last weapon he's gotten. It's just yeah. a, it's just a knife, it's like his boot knife. Yeah, and he, and he rushing into the boot knife, and then we kind of cut to um, Yoda, who is standing in his little baby carriage, and his arms out, and so he's obviously reaching out to the force. So the baby's are clearly force sensitive, and knows how to use it some somehow. And the the well, not somehow. I know how to, why the baby knows how to use the force. Duh, I don't know why I said somehow. I'm smarter than that. For those who don't remember, the force sometimes works through you. 
It obeys your commands or it dictates your actions. It does both. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Obi-Wan. Everyone forgets that. That's one of the Ray controversies. How come Ray knows everything? Well, go back and watch episode four. You'll figure it out. So the for- uh, Yoda reaches out to the forest uh, and picks up um, the monster and it floats. And yep. so, and then it drops it, and, and then drops it. He passes the Yoda passes out, and um, the Mandalorian stabs him once with that awesome little knife and kills it. Uh, he goes back and gets the egg, which is fuzzy fur. It's like a little, it's yeah. Like, it's like if a Wookiee laid an egg, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, it's it, like a, it was very weird. It's like a mutant coconut. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, still, yeah. It was it's like, like a mutant coconut, yeah. right? And um. The Mandalorian and the baby uh, head back to the Jawas who are about to leave, but he shows up in time and he's like, I got the egg. And they take the egg and crack it open and eat it and they're all happy. And it's like, that's it. And that, yeah. And so he gets the parts. Um, they don't have a, a, a maintenance station to uh, fix it. But luckily, you know, uh, Man- the Mandalorian's buddy is an Ugnaught. And Ugnaught's really good at engineering. Yep. That's why they were on Cloud City. And uh, so. The Mandalorian complains about how long it's going to take, and the Hugtons like, "Well, it would be faster if you help me." And so, they two put the ship back together. Yep. Mandalorian offers to pay uh, the Ugnot. The Ugnot says, "No." You are my friend. I have spoken. No, you're my guest. You are my guest. I, I, yeah, 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 you're my guest. I owe you my, you know, I owe you my uh, hospitality. You, you know, so you have brought peace to my valley. They brought peace to his valley, and then he offered uh, Mandalorian offered him um, uh, a job, and the Ugnot was like, "I have worked too long to have my." Uh, Solitude, my, my freedom from servitude, and so he he declines, but he said he was honored. And then they wish each other well, and the Mandalorian heads off into space. Yep, with the baby, and with, the, with the baby who wakes up and is still cute. And now we wait for episode three, <laughs> and it's so far away. Yeah, next fr- next Friday, right? A week from today. I think it's like. Wait a second. I posted. The, I think the they're every. Schedule. I think they're every Friday except the ones that are on Wednesday, or, or unless they're, they're every Wednesday except the ones that are the two that are on Friday. I can't. It's one way or the other. I haven't looked at it in a while. And by the time this episode aired, three will be out. But um, chapter three, Friday, November twenty second. Yeah, yeah. So next Friday. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Ah, oh, so good. I really like this expansion of the universe. I really like seeing this. I really like, you know, we get to see the the inside of a sand crawler for the first time, like you know the cockpit of sand crawler, and that's cool. Um, they, I like how they their communication systems works like old old boats. Yeah, old ships where the the kind of the the horn mics that you know they they speak into. That's that was pretty awesome. It's it's just such a cool aesthetic and a, just a wonderful design. I am I'm thoroughly excited about it. I I would love to speculate what's coming next. I, w- w- what would you like to see coming in? In the, there's so there's six episodes left. Yeah. What would you like to see? Um, I don't think he's gonna give the baby over. I don't think so either. I, I think I mean Mandalorian's why he's I don't, you know he's a bounty hunter and everything, but I think there's some weird honor stuff going on there. I don't I I, I don't see him giving up the child, and I think that's part of it. It's gonna be the um. So, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, who's from Breaking Bad and Once Upon a Time and a whole bunch of other stuff, um, he was in an episode of um, Creep Show I just watched on Shudder, which is amazing. Um, he's playing in uh, uh, some sort of Imperial, so I think that's where the 
you know, the disconnect with the Imperials are going to look. I think they're going to yeah, send yeah. him after him after the Mandalorian. That's kind of what the trailer looks like. But so, you know, you know, I love the trailer speculation beforehand. So, because so far everybody was wrong because no one saw the Yoda thing coming. Yeah, I mean that was the, I mean that was almost like John Favreau and Dave Filoni was in in the writers' room going, "What's the weirdest thing that we could do?" Yep. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. And so uh, I, I would love to know the evolution of how that happened. I think that would be, I'm, speculating would just be amazing. Uh, I want to know if um, IG-11 com- right. comes back. I would imagine, because, you know, when um, the Mandalorian sees him, yeah, he says, the first thing he says to him was, IG unit, stand, stand down. So, yeah. So he called him a unit, which means there's, Got to be more than one. Yeah, and so and and when he first looked at it and saw it, he called him a bounty hunter droid. So maybe there's a bunch of them. Maybe. So that gives uh, Tadiwaki. What was it? Tadiwaki. I can't say his name. Him. That dude. Now if I read it, I can find it. Taika Watiti. Taika Watiti. Yeah, there we go. Um, he uh, that gives him more stuff to voice, and of course he's um. He's directing too, so yeah. So, him, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, Howard um, who is Bay? <laughs> she is Bay. <laughs> she is Bay. <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't know you were a fan. Oh yeah, I love her. Uh, let's see. Today's episode was dressed was directed by somebody that I can't remember. Uh, uh. Mandalorian episode two was directed by Rick uh, uh, Fumiyama, who uh, he directed some cool stuff. He did um, the uh, he did uh, Dope, which he was a producer on Dope. Um, dope is really good. Uh, oh, he's supposed to do the Black Hole remake. That's cool. Um. He did the woods of oh, the wood and our family wedding. Uh, the wood is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he also directed dope. That's cool. Sweet. And he's directed two episodes of Mandal- Mandalorian, so it's gonna be cool. Um, I'm I'm just I'm looking so much forward to it. I mean, I just I I'm in Star Wars Seventh Heaven right now. Um, between this and Fallen Order and just everything, I'm super excited. I, me too. I am. Um, I just can't wait to see more episodes of Mandalorian. I, I'm, I, I knew I'd, I'd like it. I knew walking in, I would like the show. But I'm. I mean, I. My only complaint is that it's just short. They're very short episodes. Yeah, I mean, um, when I turned it on this morning, I was like, thirty-two minutes. I what mean, are you talking about? Right, it's, it's quick. It, they, yeah. And so, um, especially now in the age of streaming, we're so used to an hour. Yeah. And. But it's it's worth it. It's it's so worth it. It's so worth. It just gives me hopes for the Obi Wan series, which I was not excited about. Yeah, I mean, I you know me, I'm super excited for the Obi Wan. Right, because you're, you're an Obi Wan fan. Yeah, I, I mean, you're you're rocking an Obi Wan beard right now. I I mean, kind of. Um, and I have my hood up. Right, you could totally cosplay Obi Wan. You should totally do that. <laughs> Bald Obi Wan. Just wear a wig, you'll be fine. Yeah, um, but no, you get um, like the mullet, like you had in um, <laughs> oh god, episode three. 
So no, that was two. Is it two? He had the moment. Yeah, it was yeah. two. Two. Oh, you, see, you could totally rock that. Yeah, and and, and three, he had like the the the, the side. Yeah, swoop. yeah, the quaff. Yeah, 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 the quaff. Yeah. Um, this is talking hair of Star Wars with <laughs> Carter and Scotty. Um, but no, like uh, I'm I'm excited to see what they do with it. It it'll be interesting. So I wasn't excited about Obi Wan because I f- I had thought foolishly. And I foolishly thought that we had all of Obi-Wan's story. Because I'm going, I'm old school thinking, I'm going through old school thinking. Because I, you know, you know. They can always make up more. They can, but to me, a lot of it doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. So, so, and and the joke I had made when they announced it, before they were announced, when they were announcing, talking about the movies. Yeah. They wanted to do movies. I was like, I don't want a, a. a show or a movie about an old creepy wizard spying on an eighteen uh, on a boy for eighteen years. <laughs> just, yeah, just what you doing? I'm still watching that boy. <laughs> Honestly, like I boy. was kind of hoping it was going to be like a, a Clone Wars, like Obi Wan and during the Clone Wars but we type have, thing. But we have that, so yeah. But I mean, there's always like other stuff that you can do with the clone wars. See, I, my my issue is like do, will Obi-Wan leave Tatooine or will the whole thing happen on Tatooine? Tatooine's a big plan. It had better uh, I'm going to say that um it had better all be on Tatooine. Really? Yeah. You don't think he'll leave it for a little bit? No. You think his oath will stick keep him on Tatooine? He he had he had better stay on Tatooine. See, I'm interested to find out that that's what it's going to it's a Star Wars movie. I don't think he's going to stay in one place. Yeah, we'll have to see space, and we'll have to go. I mean, I think so. I think that's. I'm, and then Obi Wan's got to figure out how to stay hidden, because Vader doesn't know he's alive until Episode Four. Yeah, and so he so he can't get too much into. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's why he's been Kenobi. I mean, now now, what if would you be super happy if Ahsoka made an appearance in the series? I don't know. I mean, look. I'm I'm not I'm I'm not uh, an Ahsoka fanboy, and I, I I like Ahsoka, and I didn't like Ahsoka until Rebels, and um, but I hadn't seen much Clone Wars, and so yeah, and so, uh, you know, I saw the Clone Wars movie, mm-hmm. and you know when she shows up and calls him Sky Guy, I was immediately just take I don't even, you know I was like I'm I'm oh, yeah. I'm not invested in this episode this prequel stuff anyway, and this you just took me out of it. I was just like, and then you know Rhoda Hutt, that was stinky and. Punky muffin, and just I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not I'm not in, and so Rebels kind of got me back in, and then Ahsoka showed up, and so I kind of went back in and started learning about Ahsoka. And Ahsoka's cool. I would love a live action Ahsoka. Oh yeah, I don't I don't know if I want her. In well, Obi-Wan. yeah, and plus if if she ran into Obi Wan, he'd probably just be like, oh yeah, by the way, Darth Vader, um, that's Anakin, right? And so so there's no way they can meet because if it happens before Rebels, which it will. Yeah. Um, because it has to. Um, Ahsoka's fulcrum. Yeah. At this time, and uh, she she makes no awareness that Obi Wan's around. And so, I mean, I mean, it's it's possible, but you know, yeah. I don't I don't know I, and especially since you know if, if she's not aware of that, um, Obi Wan. I mean, if um. Vader's Anakin until Rebels. Yeah. I mean, you know, that revelation happens in the temple. And so, yeah, I don't think we're going to get Ahsoka. 
Yeah. I mean, it would be cool, but I would like to see like not. I'd like to see classic stuff. I like I mean, in the yeah. Gonna Do stuff. I'd love to see Java. I'd love to see Java doing stuff. Java. I'd love to see Tuscan Raiders do Tuscan Raiders. Like I'd like to get kind of more into Tuscan Raider because mm-hmm. I've always liked the Sand People. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I just thought they cool. They were cool. They look. They, they are cool. They, they look cool. They raid Banthas and and then I mean they just look neat. I loved in the old Star Wars Battlefront too the level where you could play uh, the Sand People versus Jawas. Right. That was always fun. Did you, ever, did you ever play the Star Wars fighting game? Yes, uh, the one that was for PlayStation. The uh, yeah, the something Terracot, something. Yeah, the martial arts is yeah that Kira knows. So they made it canon, made me happy. <laughs> it's like 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 in the first episode of the Mandal- Mandalorian, they were like Life Day, and I'm like Life Day is now canon. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Life Day! Every, 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 on the net was all like they should Star Wars bathrooms. I'm like we did, we actually kind of saw Star Wars bathrooms in Rebels, but we never saw like a toilet. We finally finally see a Star Wars toilet. They're excited about that, and I'm like, yep. but I'm more excited about Life Day. <laughs> yeah, Life Day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! If you can't bring, if you can't make the holiday special canon, you just make pieces of it, and it's like what, that's what Filoni does. He just makes pieces of yeah. it. Yeah, it's like the the pieces that make people happy. Right. Oh look, we like Thrawn. Let's bring Thrawn back. So yeah, and it, well, and like the uh, the clone commandos. I mean, like they were not canon. They were just from a video game. Right. Until he put them in the Clone Wars, and then it's like, <gasps> yes, they're canon. I don't think what else would be. Oh, so, um. So the fighting game, there was a, um, you could play Tuscan Raider in that. His name was Hor, H-O-A-R. <laughs> poorly named, poorly named. Hor. Hor. There's a Gamorrean too named Fuck. But you could play, it's like Hor <laughs> versus Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Hor versus Mara Jade. Oh, oh more, poor, poor Mara Jade. <laughs> she, she's lived a rough life. Yeah, and now she no longer exists, and so. Yeah. Sorry, Disney decided you are not the. No, Disney didn't. Now let's be fair. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. All right. So let's let's clear this misconception up. <laughs> all right. Disney has some influence over their property. I under hundred percent. They are the parent company, but Marvel and Lucasfilm are separate entities. Yeah. And so they make a lot of their own decisions. Yeah. And so when the changeover happened, part of the decision was to let's clean this. It's a mess. It was it, a mess. It really was a mess. Because it was unregulated. It was yeah. like, you know, writers could write whatever they want to and you know, Lucas didn't really care. He just cut cash in the checks and it just made yeah. this it made this universe so convoluted. It was just crazy. Yeah, and there were so many like things that didn't mix and, and just didn't make sense. Right. Yeah. And like there's a you know, there's a lot of stuff to it that just contradictory and so what they did they the the smartest thing I thought was do so let's just take all this expanded universe stuff and call it legends and exactly what it is. So it's the legend of Lou Skywalker and Dark Empire, the legend of the um Splinter of the Mind's Eye, those things. Yeah. They're just stories that are told. Because they are stories that are told, so it makes sense. So you take you take your core, you take take your films, the things you know you want in canon. This yeah, is, the shows, the films, um, you know, books. Starting at, at this point, mm-hmm. you have a story group who kind of guides everything going forward. So you've got these guys who are you know you know like Paulo Hidalgo and Matt Martin who are part of this team. That's uh, and Carrie Beck who was uh, you know all part of this team who's 
gatekeepers who know I have enough Star Wars knowledge to find out what works and what doesn't. Yeah. And then going forward, we've got a, a streamlined system. So everything kind of meshes, which mm-hmm. is great. So it's now one continuous story. And we now know it's all canon. And the great thing about Legends is they're Legends. So if you need to pull something out of Legends to bring it in canon, you've got a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, yeah. Filoni, when he brought in Thrawn, they wanted an, an Imperial f- character to focus on being a, a, a real thorn in the Spectre's side, the Rebellion side. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, he said he could create a guy for that. Mm-hmm. Or let's see who we have. And... They looked and they they had Thrawn and first of all they knew the fans would like it, but B he would f- serve a real purpose. Yeah, and it was not just putting him for fan service. He you know he, there's a job for him to do. He's he can do it. He's already created. We don't have to create a guy. Yeah, and so the smart thing they also did was they went to Timothy Zahn and got Timothy Zahn's input on all of it because they had to they had to shape things out of legends and into canon. So. You know, um, the the thing. One of the things I know got dropped was that he had that the that force eating lizard. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Lucas firmly believes that 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 can't be a thing mm-hmm. because the force comes from everything, especially living creatures. Yeah. And um, if you don't have the force, you're dead. Right. You, you don't have. And so if you eat the force, you can't. It's too contradictory. Yeah. So they got rid of it. Makes logic. I'm I'm all yeah. with it. I'm all in it. So. I just hope we don't get used on Vong. <laughs> I hope we don't get used on Vong. I just, I'm not a big fan of Legend Star Wars books. Um, uh, I just there. I'm a fan of some Star Wars books, but I just, like a lot, just, of, uh, a lot of them are just dull. I just couldn't get into a lot of stuff. Yeah, I tried I, um, on, on a few times, and I just could. But they, but but they are happier than what we got in the sequel trilogy. My biggest complaint in the sequel tr- trilogy is that after. Uh, Return of the Jedi, no one's happy. Yeah, you, we come back to just it's all just sad, and I'm that hurts. <laughs> you know, as an adult, I'm like, oh man, it doesn't get any better; it just gets worse. Y'all lied to me when I was six. <laughs> it's it's Kylo Ren. Oh, We've, so we're so all Kylo, Kylo Ren. <laughs> so, uh, so tell me about um, uh, Fallen Order. Um, Fallen Order. Um, I just finished the first mission, um, which is kind of like the introductory. Like this is how the game works. Did you get to use your orange lightsaber? I did not get to use my orange lightsaber. Well, that's not. You should be right. You yeah, I, I pre-ordered it. And I'm like, where's what, what the hell, EA? Yeah, I, I'm like, how do I like? Where's my orange lightsaber? Um, so I still need to figure out how to get my orange lightsaber. Um, but it was good. Um, it feels very Assassin's Creed esque. Okay. Because, um, there's a lot of climbing around and running. That's cool. Um, and then like there was this whole sequence on a train and basically you have to fight your way through the train against like all these different stormtroopers and then stormtroopers come up beside on like ships and shoot at you and you have to like um reflect the blasts and like kill them with their blaster fire so there's like different buttons to press 
to do different things with your lightsaber. Okay. That's cool. That's so it, so it's like if they shoot at you, you can either dodge the blast or you can reflect it back at them and take them out that way. Um, and then when it comes to like actual like hand to hand combat, because one like at the end of the mission, you you fight the second sister, and that was not fun. <laughs> well, she is an inquisitor. Yeah. Um, and so it's like teaching you like how to do this stuff, and it's like you can dodge when they do a power attack, or you can block, or like there there are just so many options and it's gonna like it, there's gonna be a learning curve with what you can and can't do and how how to just stay alive because i i died a lot I'll, I'll be honest i died a lot well that's i mean that's what it's there for so you can learn that's it. yeah well and i i also started playing um the the campaign on star wars battlefront 2 last night which i introduced to you because you, yes you, you, you did you, you had not played it so when we, we played a little bit over here over here yeah so i've i've been playing that and i have a feeling that i'm not going to be productive at all on my days off <laughs> because all i'm going to be doing is playing the campaign for battlefront 2 and playing fallen order i, I played the i've played the first campaign for uh Battlefront 2 when it came out. I really liked it. I need to go back and play because and I didn't... There's a second one. I think there's a third one coming out. and um, Or out. I'm not sure. I haven't played Battlefront 2 in a while. Like When I fired it up when you were over yesterday, it was yeah. like the first time probably in like three months that I fired it up. And it's not easy. No, but it's fun. And I like... It's a good story, and all those story mode stuff is really, really interesting. Yeah. And so it's like all the cutscenes are great. Yeah. All the cutscenes in um, Fallen Order... Are great. It is a beautiful game. Oh, that's cool. Because, um, like, you're in this uh, ship scrapyard is where you start. Because, like, you're you're in hiding. You're a scrapper, and you're just working on all this kind of stuff. And like, they, um, one of the characters says something about, oh, they're bringing in like a separatist ship. And like, way off in the distance, you see them bringing in like a trade federation. Like one of the the big circular ships, oh, like a, a, a droid control ship. Yeah, a droid control ship. Like oh, they're cool. they're like lowering it like down, and it's just like it looks massive. Oh, that's cool. And so it's it's really neat and very pretty. So oh wow, I can't. Yeah, I I pre ordered it, but I'm like again, I'm on vacation up here in West Virginia, and uh, it's at my house now or today. I think it gets the mail runs today, so this is on a Friday we record. And uh, so it should be here. Um, so I get to see it uh, Sunday when I get home. I'll play it. I'm off Monday, so I'll play it all day one. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it was just like, it's so much fun. And it's it's fun to just like go at Stormtroopers. Oh, I can't wait. I cannot wait. And and then you get the Stormtroopers that they have like the, the shock batons. So you get to do hand-to-hand combat with them. And yeah, it's just, it's fun. Uh, so much fun! Oh, I can't wait! I cannot wait! It looked great. I, I, I pre-ordered it very early. Uh, I saw the I saw the first footage at Celebration and just fell in love with it. It reminds me of Star Wars: A New Dawn, though. That's my only. I was like, it, it's similar to to that, which is the Rebels novel. Yeah, and it you know it starts out the, the, that novel is basically how Kanan and Hera meet. 
Mm-hmm. And when we first see Canaan, he's on this mining planet and, uh, you know, he's low key. He's just working, doing his thing. And then he hops from planet to planet when, when the force gets in the way. Cause he doesn't really, I mean, he, he, you know, he's a Padawan survivor too. And he's trained somewhat, but not fully. And he's kind of put that behind cause he's in hiding. Yeah. But the force being the force, it does, you know, it, it he, he tends to do good, tries to help and, mm-hmm. And sometimes even accidentally. And so when things get hairy, he would move from planet yeah. to planet to find new work. And so, and this is how he ends up finding meeting Hera. It's a really good, I recommend it. I've listened to the audiobook and really, really dug it. Yeah. This, um, the, the one thing that I didn't really dig about the opening was just like how, like I thought that he would, he would hide more. And it's just like, first five minutes of gameplay something happens and then it's like whoop yep i'm the jedi like (laughs) focus your fire on the jedi (laughs) yeah and so they're just everybody starts coming after him so i can't wait to play it like i said it'll be monday so we'll have a full report on it after uh, i get my hands on it Um, we may do some live plays on the youtube we'll see That'd be fun. I do have a Twitch account that I've never used, so you should start using that. I should. I should. I have. I have. I've had a Twitch account for a very long time. And I've never used it. Uh, maybe when I get my offices, we'll see. Yeah, I. I mean, and that's my whole thing is like, it's. I like watching people on Twitch that aren't like perfect gamers. Yeah, I'm not. I'm a terrible gamer. I'm me. Horrible. Me too. I'm horrible. It's like playing. Yeah. I'm. I, there was a time in my life I thought I was a good gamer, and then I come back to it and I was like, I don't know what gaming is at all. Just, yeah. I used to be really good at Mortal Kombat, and I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing. By the way, going back to the Star Wars fighting game, we need a new Star Wars fighting game. We do. I really want a Star Wars fighting game. I just, um, the closest thing we got right now is Heroes versus Villains on uh, Battlefront 2, which is okay. Yeah. But I, I want to, you know, well, old and, school style. And, and playing Fallen Order, I was like, this is how lightsaber combat should be. That's cool, because I'm, I'm looking for that. Um, it's clunky in Battlefront 2. It's very clunky in Battlefront 2. And I mean, the closest I've seen to good lightsaber combat would have been um, Force Unleashed. Yeah. With Starkiller. Yeah. That, that was fun. Yeah. So, I mean, this is legitimately, out of every video game I've ever seen, this is the best lightsaber because it looks like you're dueling. Okay, cool. And I'm just like, yes, um, this is what we need more of. Well, that's, so. I'm, that's very cool. Yeah, I can't. I like to can't wait to get my hands on it. It's gonna be a couple days. Get I just want to know where my orange lightsaber so is. So do me a favor. We'll have to get you to like, um, uh, record a record like an update for us. Oh, okay. And send it to us, and I'll put it on that. I'll put it on a future episode. We're just like, hey, this is how Carter got his orange lightsaber. He got his orange lightsaber. Yes, <laughs> the orange lightsaber update. I would love to have it. Orange lightsaber update. Yeah. I will. I'll. I'll do that yes, today. Yeah, send me send me an orange, and I'll, we'll put it in a future episode. <laughs> I think that'd be awesome. <laughs> This is Carter Maynard with the orange lightsaber update. <laughs> I dig it. I dig. And then I'll switch back and forth, and we'll have the orange and blue lightsaber update. Which one is better? So they do the exact same thing. <laughs> they do the exact thing. That was true. When I played Nice uh, of the Republic, I used um, yellow. Mm-hmm. was mine. Because I'm colorblind, so it's going to be blue or yellow for me anyway. <laughs> also, Michigan fan, go blue. And... Uh, <laughs> um. 
I'm trying to think about it. Uh, and then uh, uh, Force and Lisa, I was excited to get the black lightsaber. But they make you they make you get it at the end. Yeah. And then you make you go play the game with it again with the black lightsaber, which is fine. But I'm just like, I yeah. just, just want the black light. I just want to run around with the dark saber. One thing that... There's one problem that I kind of have with Fallen Order, and it's the size of his hilt. Is it, how big is it? It's it's <laughs> how big is his hilt, baby? <laughs> I know it sounds really bad, but like it, it it looks like it's the size of like his forearm. So it's almost like um, a Temple Guardian sword. Yes. Saber. Yeah. Except not double bladed. Yeah. Okay. It, it looks like Darth Maul's. Oh wow! But with with just one blade. Wow. How are you gonna keep that thing hidden? I know, and it's like, it it was really funny because I'm like, I, I was playing the intro, and I'm like, he doesn't have his lightsaber on it. And I thought he was gonna discover a lightsaber, and then, um, like the 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 bad guys show up, and he's like, kind of like, turned to the side a little bit. I'm like. Where did you have that hidden? <laughs> like how that like that thing's really like kind of big. Mm, he had it shoved up somewhere to make him part of his spine, I guess. Yeah, so, I guess. Uh, <laughs> so is it is it he just has a, a lightsaber? No, no, anything else? Um, at some point you're supposed to get a droid. So he doesn't have the droid yet. And the droid looks pretty sweet though. Yeah. Um, no droid yet. Um, I kind of have a complaint about that because Aiden in Battlefront Two, she's got a droid. Yeah, her droid's pretty sweet. Her, dro- yeah, her. I love her droid. But I'm like, why is it like every character has like this droid that just hacks them into stuff? So because it makes it's just it's, it's, if for interesting gameplay, you just I mean, you gotta have puzzles and stuff. And yeah. so, do you want the the Jedi to be able to do that, or you have something, to, or or I can do that? At least yeah. you gotta, and that's what droids are for. I mean, the tools to do that kind of stuff. So, yeah. So that 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 makes sense to me. Yeah. I like I like because they fly and they, the the, the Aiden's fly. I mean, she, it's like the Seventh Sisters. It's the next model up from the Seventh Sisters um, mm-hmm. droids. And so, when we first saw the Seventh Sister and those droids, I was like, I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Good aesthetic, and then she's got extra parts. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, well, I look forward to the orange lightsaber update. I, I, so. It will be coming soon. All right, so that's about it for this episode. Next week we're going to talk more Mandalorian uh, episode three. We're back with JD, and uh, hopefully a fallen up. We'll, we'll get a lightsaber, orange lightsaber update. Hopefully, and yep. then um, we'll talk. Me and JD will talk about our, our thoughts about a fallen order, and we're getting closer and closer to episode um, nine. Just a couple of weeks away. So we may have some stuff on that and uh, what other interesting Star Wars news that pops up. We will be- definitely talk about it. So stay tuned for that. If you want to follow us, you just follow us at uh, scottywhite.com um, uh, or the Facebook page, facebook.com slash life. And uh, this is Scotty saying, this is uh, our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. May the force be with you. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.